Welcome to Reading the One Year Bible Together, a daily podcast that runs Monday through Saturday. My name is Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasal, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can get a reading plan at oneyearbibleonline.com. There's a link in the description of this video on Facebook, and as well as the show notes of our podcast. This podcast is recorded from Jitsi, where we do our live streams daily. Details can be found in the show notes as well as on our Facebook page. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, this podcast and its corresponding live stream are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think that the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't, you can still hit that share button. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your Twitter feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is August 22nd, and that means it is day 234 of the one-year Bible. Day 234 is going to start us out in Job chapter 4. So if you want to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together. We thank you for this fellowship and for this podcast. God, we pray that we would get some listeners. We pray that we would get some uh, audience that participates. Lord, we pray that this would go out to the ends of the earth and that many people would come to faith in Jesus Christ because of sharing your word. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Job chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, If someone ventures to talk with you, will you be grieved? But who can withhold himself from speaking? Behold, you have instructed many, you have strengthened the weak hands. Your words have supported him who is falling. You have made the feeble knees firm, but now it has come to you, and you faint. It touches you, and you are troubled. Isn't your piety your confidence? Isn't the integrity of your ways your hope? Remember now, whoever perished, being innocent, or where were the upright cut off? According to what I have seen, those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. By the breath of God they perish. By the blast of his anger are they consumed. The roaring of the lion and the voice of the fierce lion, the teeth of the young lions are broken. The old lion perishes for lack of prey. The cubs of the lioness are scattered abroad. Now a thing was secretly brought to me. My ear received a whisper of it. In thoughts from from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, fear came on me, and trembling, which made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed before my face, the hair of my flesh stood up. It stood still, but I couldn't discern its appearance. A form was before my eyes, silence. Then I heard a voice saying, Shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker? Behold, he puts no trust in his servants. He charges his angels with error. How much more those who dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed before the moth. Between morning and evening they are destroyed. They perish forever without any regarding it. Isn't their tent cord plucked up within them, they die, and that without wisdom. And now we continue in Job chapter 5, starting in verse 1. 
Call now. Is there any who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? For resentment kills the foolish man, and jealousy kills the simple. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety. They are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver them, whose harvest the hungry eat up, and take it even out of the thorns. The snare gapes for their substance. For affliction doesn't come out of the dust, neither does trouble spring out of the ground, but man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. But as for me, I would seek God. I would commit my cause to God, who does great things that can't be fathomed, marvelous things without number, who gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields, so that he sets up on high those who are low. Those who mourn are exalted to safety. He frustrates the plans of the crafty so that their hands can't perform their enterprise. He takes the wise in their own craftiness. The counsel of the cunning is carried headlong. They meet with darkness in the daytime, and grope at noonday as in the night. But he saves from the sword of their mouth, even the needy from the hand of the mighty. So the poor has hope, and injustice shuts her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrects. Therefore do not despise the chastening of the Almighty. For he wounds and binds up, he injures, and his hands make whole. He will deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven no evil will touch you. In famine and he will redeem you from death in war from the power of the sword. You will be hidden from the scourge of the tongue. Neither will you be afraid of destruction when it comes. You will laugh at destruction and famine. Neither will you be afraid of the animals of the earth, for you will be allied with the stones of the field. The animals of the field will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is in peace. You will visit your fold and will miss nothing. You will know also that your offspring will be great. Your offspring as the grass of the earth. You will come to your grave in a full age, like a shock of grain comes in its season. Behold, we have researched it. It is so. Hear it and know it for your good. Next, we continue with Job chapter 6, starting in verse 1. Then Job answered, Oh, that my anguish were weighed, and all my calamity laid in the balances, for now it would be heavier than the sand of the seas. Therefore my words have been rash, for the arrows of the Almighty are within me. My spirit drinks up their poison. The terrors of God set themselves in array against me. Does the wild donkey bray when he has grass, or does the ox low over his fodder? Can that which has no flavor be eaten without salt, or is there any taste in the white of an egg, my soul refuses to touch them. They are as loathsome food to me. Oh, that I might have my request, that God would grant the thing that I long for, even that it would please God to crush me, or that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. Let it still be my consolation. Yes, let me exult in pain that doesn't spare, that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should wait? What is my end that I should be patient? Is my strength the strength of stones, or is my flesh of bronze? Isn't it that I have no help in me, that wisdom is driven away from me? To him who is ready to faint, kindness should be shown from his friend, even to him who forsakes the fear of the Almighty. My brothers have dealt deceitfully as a brook, as the channel of brooks that pass away, which are black by reason of the ice in which the snow hides itself. In the dry season they vanish, when it is hot they are consumed out of their place. The caravans that travel beside them turn away. 
they go up into the waste and perish. The caravans of Tima looked. The companies of Sheba waited for them. They were distressed because they were confident. They came there and were confounded. For now you are nothing. You see a terror and are afraid. Did I ever say give to me or offer a present for me from your substance or deliver me from the adversary's hand or redeem me from the hand of the oppressors? Teach me and I will hold my peace. Cause me to understand my error. How forcible are words of uprightness. But your reproof, what does it reprove? Do you intend to reprove words since the speeches of one who is desperate are as wind? Yes, you would even cast lots for the fatherless and make merchandise of your friend. Now therefore be pleased to look at me, for surely I will not lie to your face. Please return, let there be no injustice. Yes, return again, my cause is righteous. Is there injustice on my tongue? Can't my taste discern mischievous things? And now we continue in Job chapter 7, starting in verse 1. Isn't a man forced to labor on earth? Aren't his days like the days of a hired hand? As a servant who earnestly desires the shadow, as a hireling who looks for his wages, so I am made to possess months of misery. Wearisome nights are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, When will I arise and the night be gone? I toss and turn until the dawning of the day. My flesh is clothed with worms and clods of dust. My skin closes up and breaks out afresh. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and are spent without hope. Oh, remember that my life is a breath. My eye will no more see good. The eye of him who sees me will see me no more. Your eyes will be on me, but I will not be. As the cloud is consumed and vanishes away, so he who goes down to Sheol will come up no more. He will return no more to his house, neither will his place know him any more. Therefore I will not keep silent. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I a sea or a sea monster that you put a guard over me? When I say, my bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint, then you scare me with dreams and terrify me through visions so that my soul chooses strangling death rather than my bones. I loathe my life. I don't want to live forever. Leave me alone for my days are but a breath. What is man that you should magnify him, that you should set your mind on him, that you should visit him every morning and test him every moment. How long will you not look away from me, nor leave me alone until I swallow down my spittle? If I have sinned, what do I do to you, you watcher of men? Why have you set me as a mark for you, so that I am a burden to myself? Why do you not pardon my disobedience and take away my iniquity? For now will I lie down in the dust. You will seek me diligently, but I will not be. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, starting in verse 18. I thank my God. I speak with other languages more than you all. However, in the assembly, I would rather speak five words with my understanding that I might instruct others also than 10,000 words in another language. Brothers, don't be children in thoughts, yet in malice be babies, but in thoughts be mature. In the law, it is written, by men of strange languages and by the lips of strangers, I will speak to this people. They won't even listen to me that way, says the Lord. Therefore, other languages 
languages are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to the unbelieving. But prophesying is for a sign, not to the unbelieving, but to those who believe. If therefore the whole assembly is assembled together and all speak with other languages, and unlearned or unbelieving people come in, won't they say that you are crazy? But if all prophesy, and some unbelieving or unlearned comes in, he is reproved by all, and he is judged by all. And thus the secrets of his heart are revealed. So he will fall down on his face and worship God, declaring that God is among you indeed. What is it then, brothers? When you come together, each one of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a revelation, has another language, or has an interpretation. Let all things be done to build each other up. If any man speaks in another language, let there be two, or at the most three, and in turn let one interpret. But if there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in the assembly, and let him speak to himself and to God. Let two or three of the prophets speak, and let the others discern. But if a revelation is made to another sitting by, let the first keep silent. For you all can prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be exhorted. The spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the assemblies of the saints. Let the wives be quiet in the assemblies, for it has not been permitted for them to be talking except in submission, as the law also says. If they desire to learn anything, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it is shameful for a wife to be talking in the assembly. What? Was it from you that a word of God went out, or did it come to you alone? If any thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him recognize the things which I write to you, that they are the commandment of the Lord. But if anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. Therefore, brothers, desire earnestly to prophesy, and don't forbid speaking with other languages. Let all things be done decently and in order. And now we are going back into the Old Testament. We are in Psalm 37, starting in verse 30. The mouth of the righteous talks of wisdom. His tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watch the righteous and seek to kill him. Yahweh will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait for Yahweh and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green tree in its native soil. But he passed away, and behold, he was not. Yes, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and see the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from Yahweh. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. Yahweh helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them, because they have taken refuge in him. Lastly, we finish with Proverbs 21, verse 27. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with a wicked mind? We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time together, for this fellowship. God, we pray that we would gather together some audience, some congregation of followers. Lord, I pray for clarity with the future of this podcast. I pray for healing for our loved ones, our friends and family who are suffering from cancer, from disease, heart disease, neurological disorders, stroke, eating disorders, addiction. I pray that you would touch their lives, touch their bodies, touch their minds, touch their, their hearts and their, their brains and their organs. Pray that you would heal them and love on them. Pray for our first responders. 
pray that you would touch their hearts today as they go out into the streets to defend and save us and rescue us. Pray that you would keep them safe today, allow them to return safe home tonight. I pray for evangelists and missionaries as they go out, sometimes lonely, into the world to preach your word, that you would encourage them, that you would lift them up, that you would be there with them. And I pray for Israel. I pray that Jews all over the world would know Christ before you come again. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, as is my tradition, I tend to keep it short and sweet when I don't have anybody to bounce anything off of. Nobody's here in the chat and no one is here with me on the live stream. Uh, I pray that you would uh, pray for us to be able to keep going. Uh, it's very difficult without an audience. It's very difficult without interaction. It's difficult to sustain a podcast like this without support. We've done this for three years with, uh, with just the two of us, really, and it's all out of our own pocket and out of our own hearts and and that's it i'd love to keep going with this live stream but sometimes i lack determination so pray for me pray for us pray for sherry pray for my wife julie and pray for this podcast if you care anyway we'll be back again tomorrow around 10 ish or so ish pacific time right here in the jitsi room and later on in the day on the podcast so have a great day bye bye